Welcome to the Goalies Compass Podcast. Just as a compass helps you find true north, this show will help you find your path on your goaltending adventure. My name is Jennifer De Jesus. I'll be your host and cartographer. I'm very grateful and excited to have you along for this journey. Greetings, everyone. Instead of preaching about good habits or planning, today I'm putting on my hometown jersey, some face paint to celebrate a start of a new NHL season. Unlike other NHL preview shows that you may have heard, I'm only talking about the goalies because they're the only ones that matter. I'm going to talk about teams I'm excited about. I'm going to make some picks for the Jennings Trophy, for the Vesna Trophy, some picks to win the cup. Be advised, my undisclosed broadcasting location is in a suburb of Philadelphia, so the Flyers are my hometown team. All right, so there's 32 teams this year, so let's jump right in. Carolina, Freddie Anderson, and Auntie Ranta. Both of these guys have had some injury history and have missed some major time in the last couple of years, and I thought it was really strange that Carolina didn't hang on to Nedeljkovic, and instead they go with Anderson and Ranta, where both of them or one of them is probably going to be hurt this year or have some injury trouble, so hopefully everybody stays healthy. And if they do, this could be a pretty strong tandem. Columbus Blue Jackets, Elvis Mislurkins, and Jonas Corposalo. Two solid goalies looking to make a statement this season, so I'll be curious to see how they fare playing behind a defense that no longer has a Seth Jones in it. On to the New Jersey Devils. Mackenzie Blackwood decided to not be vaccinated yet, maybe, which will inhibit him from playing games in certain cities, namely Canadian teams this year, since he won't be able to cross the border. I'm not sure how that's going to impact New Jersey and their playoff chances. They've also got Jonathan Bernier and Scott Wedgwood, so we'll see how that goes. Bernier coming off of some solid performance in Detroit, which is not a super strong team. So hopefully he'll perform a little better behind a New Jersey defense that's got more Dougie Hamiltons in it than Detroit did. New York Islanders, Semyon Varlamov and Ilyas Sororkin. Two more solid tendies under the watchful eye of Mitch Korn. I'd sure love to meet him someday. Mr. Korn, if you're listening, please give me a shout out on Twitter. I love what you do with goalies. On to the New York Rangers, Alexander Georgiev and Igor Shosturkin. Two more solid attendees, young guys coming up in the uh, vacuum that was left by Henrik Lundqvist. So I I want to see these guys take a bigger role, a bigger step this season behind a Rangers team that's looking to have a little more grit and punch and power to it. Um, I saw a clip of Shesterkin giving a puck to a little girl in the Rangers crowd, and now I'm a fan. Yes, it's literally that easy to make me a fan. On to the Philadelphia Flyers. Carter Hart and Martin Jones. High highs and low lows. I'm pretty confident that Carter's going to bounce back. He's just got too many tools to not be a success. I feel like the Flyers improved their blue line, and that's going to help him have a bounce back season. Martin Jones apparently is reconnecting with a goalie coach he had a successful working relationship with, so I'm hoping that that will help. In addition to with the Flyers, he's definitely going to be in the backup role, and for some players, just like goalies, the opportunity to play and not have to be the guy sometimes is really helpful. So I think of people like Taylor Hall playing in Boston this year. He doesn't have to be the only guy to shoulder the load. And I think that makes you play really relaxed and confident. So I'm very much hoping that Martin Jones in the orange and black feels really warm and fuzzy and confident. On to the Pittsburgh Penguins, Casey DeSmith and Tristan Jari. Boo. Just kidding. They're fine, I guess. Boo. So we'll see. Capitals, Ilya Samsonov 
and Vitek Vanacek. Two more young guys looking to take another big step this year. Uh, Vanacek got a chance to be selected by Seattle and then traded back again, which was weird. So I'm not sure how he's going to feel about that. But the Capitals still have Ovechkin, so they are definitely still a threat when Ovi is on the ice. On to the Atlantic Division. Bruins have Jeremy Swayman and Linus Allmark. I wonder what will happen when Tuca is healthy. I hope he stays a Bruin because he seems to want that. Although if he became a, a goalie for another team, I'd probably be a big fan. I think Tuca's real good. Uh, Jeremy Swayman played an excellent game against the Flyers in the preseason. So that means that he's definitely the starter and he's definitely going to win a Vesna trophy, right? I'm pretty sure that's how that works. Linus Allmark has played his whole career with Buffalo up to this point, so I'm expecting him to have a big season this year, even if he has a limited role with the Bruins because they're just a much better team, especially defensively. On to the Buffalo Sabres. Boy, howdy, Sabres. What are you doing? You got Craig Anderson, who's 40 years old and entering his 20th-ish season. Aaron Dell just got reassigned to Rochester Americans of the American Hockey League, and Duskin... Taharski, come on down. I have no idea what they're doing over there. The Jack Eichel situation is weird. So I just hope everyone stays healthy. I don't know. Sabres, figure out your nonsense so you can be a real team for your fans. Red Wings, you've got Thomas Grice and Alex Nedeljkovic. I'm really looking forward to see what Ned can do this year. I love seeing what he did with the Hurricanes last season. I think his puck playing style could do good things behind a Red Wings team, try to keep the D from getting smooshed behind the net too often. So we'll see if the Red Wings are able to take a step forward with Ned at the helm. On to the Florida Panthers, Sergei Bobrovsky. It's hard to say his name and not be a little bit sad. I remember when he was drafted by Philly and for some reason, Philly hates goalies and they traded him for a bag of pucks to Columbus where he became amazing. So I hope he lives up to all of the money that he's getting this year and for the next 27 years uh, with the Panthers, and I hope he plays well. Spencer Knight, new guy, American goalie, hurrah. I'm expecting him to do well. He seemed unflappable in the playoffs, and so I hope he's going to get some more time with the Panthers up with the big club. I think that would be fun to watch. On to the Canadians. Carey Price, kudos to Carey Price for getting the help that he needs. Just like his play on the ice, I think this choice provides an excellent example for all of us. If you need help, the best thing you can do, the strongest thing, bravest thing is raise your hand and say, hey, I need some help. All eyes are now turning to Jake Allen. So I think he's capable of shouldering the load, especially early. And when the Canadians first got him, it seemed like an overspend. You're spending a gajillion dollars on goaltending. But now that seems like a great choice. So last year, Carey Price got some rest and he was amazing in the playoffs So I'm kind of thinking that trend will continue. Carey Price is going to get the rest and help he needs to recover. And when he does get back between the pipes, he's going to be a monster. On to the Ottawa Senators. It's basically Matt Murray and his Merrymen. Murray battled some injuries and changes to his style last season. So I bet he's going to be better this year, a little bit more comfortable. But let's be honest, if I'm watching the Senators, it's to see Tim Stutzla. The Tampa Bay Lightning. You may not have heard of them. They play hockey and they're, they're they're all right. Uh, this year, they've got some guy named Andre Vasilevsky and being backed up by Brian Elliott. Brian, welcome to Witness Protection. Toronto Maple Leafs. Good golly gee gosh. I'm a big fan of the Steve Dangle podcast, and I just want the Maple Leafs to be good because I want Steve to be happy, and maybe that's why they're bad, so it might be my fault. Anyway, this year, they've got Jack Campbell and Peter Morazic. 
If you watch the Amazon documentary about the Leafs, we know that Jack Campbell is a goofy, happy, fun-loving guy, so I'm rooting for him to have another great season. When Peter Morazic came to Philly, I was pretty excited, but he never seemed to get in a groove here. So hopefully he can play well for Toronto, just like he did in Carolina prior to the thumb injury. So that is the Eastern Conference, which means we're headed over to the Western Conference. Admittedly, I don't watch the Western teams as much because sleep is an important thing to me. So I'll do my best. The Coyotes have Carter Hutton and Joseph Coronar. Carter Hutton was with Buffalo last year, and I'm pretty sure after spending some time with Buffalo, you think, geez, anywhere. I'll go anywhere but Buffalo. And they said Arizona, and he said, oh, okay. So he's in Arizona. Joseph Coronar, sorry, I don't I don't know who you are, but that doesn't mean you're not great. So he played 10 games for San Jose last year, so hopefully he's going to have an opportunity to bounce back and play for a team that's better than San Jose? Maybe. Chicago Blackhawks. Nobody that knows anything about goaltending missed the fact that Marc-Andre Fleury was traded to the Blackhawks for hopes and dreams in return, and he is going to be playing with Chicago this year. I'm realizing more and more that I'm a big Flurry fan. He's just, I love the way he moves around. He's so loose. He's a happy human being, and everybody loves him, and I just want to shake his hand. Uh, unfortunately, it's too late to get a Vegas jersey, and I'll never ever get a Blackhawks jersey because I didn't forget that run in 2010 when they broke our hearts and took the Stanley Cup right out from under us and our terrible goaltending that year. Anyway, I'm hoping Flower has a big year and and he's able to go to a team that I can actually cheer for. Cough, cough. Flyers. In addition to Marc-Andre Fleury, the Blackhawks also have Colin D'Elia. I don't know super much about him, but the internet algorithm shows me a lot of his training clips and him skating. That boy sure can skate. And I'm interested to see what that Fleury influence will be on Colin D'Elia. Will he be a little more... A little less robotic, maybe a little more active. We'll see. But definitely got my eyes on those two boys. Colorado Avalanche. Darcy Kemper won the gold with Canada at the World Championships over the summer. He looked really good, which seems strange because I don't know anything about Darcy Kemper. So he'll be playing behind a powerful Colorado team along with Pavel Francouz. So if those boys can hold the fort, I think Colorado has a really strong team and could do something really special this spring. As we move to Dallas, the goalie carousel continues to spin in Dallas. You've got Anton Hudovin, Braden Holpe, Jake Ottinger, and Ben Bishop? Baby? I'm not sure. I'm hoping everybody stays healthy because that's just kind of the person I am pretty positive. I don't know what Ben Bishop's situation is. I hope Jake Ottinger takes another step. So you would think that by trade deadline, depending where the stars are, they might have to move one of those guys because there's just too many. So we'll see. The Minnesota Wild, you've got Cam Talbot and Andrew Hammond. Cam Talbot was a flyer once upon a time and was very unimpressive. Andrew Hammond, I think, is finally healthy after not being healthy for several years. I think he's finally got a season and a half-ish, maybe. I'm not sure. But he's Andrew Hammond. He was a Hamburglar. He can be good again, right? I don't know. I would just worry about Carol Kaprizov. I think he'll be pretty good. On to the Nashville Predators. Pecorine has retired, so it is down to UC Saros and Dave Riddich to stop pucks for the Predators. I like to cheer for Saros because he proves at 5'11 that a small goalie can get it done. Which is strange because at 5'11 he's still like 9 inches taller than I- It doesn't matter. I'm not in the NHL. Anyway, gold pads for the win. UC Saros, let's go. St. Louis Blues. Jordan Biddington again and Charlie Lindgren maybe? I'm not sure. Binner was able to win a Stanley Cup 
after being in last place in January 1st, so I never quite count him out, but I don't know what the Blues are going to do this season. On to the Winnipeg Jets. Connor Hellebuck is an amazing goalie. He's got Eric Comrie with him again, again, this year? Again, I think so. Uh, I always look for the Jets to do more. I expect them to be a better team than maybe they are. Who knows? But if you've got Connor Hellebuck back there, you've got a really good chance. We head out to the Pacific Division with the Ducks. So you've got John Gibson and Anthony Stolarz. I think John Gibson is one of those guys who doesn't get enough credit because he faces like a gajillion shots a game. Um, And the Ducks finished 30th in the league last season. So no doubt they're looking to make a change or at least turn that around and get some wins this season. Stolarz, he's played with the Flyers. He's played with the Oilers. He's played with a bunch of different teams and he seems to keep getting hurt. So for him... Shock of all shocks. I hope he stays healthy and he's able to uh, continue his career and get some more games with the Ducks this year. In addition to that, congrats to Ryan Miller on a fantastic career. In my mind, a keystone of American goaltending, and I hope he has a wonderful time on whatever his next adventure brings his way. The Calgary Flames have Jacob Markstrom and Dan Vladar. I don't know anything about Vladar otherwise, other than he was with Boston last year, so there's that fun fact. Um, and then Jacob Markstrom is supposed to be the real deal. So hoping the Flames are able to get back into the playoffs this year so he can be a big star. On to probably the most confusing team to me, which is the Edmonton Oilers. You got Mike Smith and you got Miko Koskinen. Mike Smith is 441. No, he's 41 years old. That's, that's pretty old, y'all. It's a constant surprise to me that the Oilers ever lose hockey games when they've got McDavid and Dreisaitl in the lineup. So I'm not blaming the goaltending, but I'm just curious, what the heck is going on over there? So apparently Mike Smith's been working on some changes to his game. Hopefully that adds some longevity. We'll see. Um, But I would like to see the Oilers win because I don't want McDavid to be stuck on sucky team island for his whole career. I think that would be a shame. The Los Angeles Kings have not mattered in the last several seasons at all. I'm curious to see if Jonathan Quick can get back to his fun side-to-side style. It is really hard on the body, so you wonder how much longer he can do that. I was kind of expecting him to have a steep drop-off once it's like, nope, my hips don't do that anymore. Um, Your turn, Calvin Peterson. So we shall see. The Sharks reunite with James Reimer, and they've got Aiden Hill to back them up. I don't, I don't know how I feel about James Reimer. I just never, I, I don't know. I don't know that I, if, okay, let's do it this way. If he was a flyer goalie, would I have a ton of confidence in him? Maybe not. Why is that? Have I not watched him enough? Maybe not. Um, he's out there in San Jose. So most likely I'm not going to watch him a lot, but we'll see. And by we'll see, I mean, I don't know. So when you hear me say, we'll see, it means I don't know. On to the Seattle Kraken. I'm super excited for this team to just exist because I think it's a great idea. It's a great place. It's a great market. More hockey is more better. You've got Philip Grubauer and you've got Chris Dreger. Philip Grubauer having played with Colorado and being warm and fuzzy and finally stepping outside of Holpe Shadow to be an amazing goalie in his own right gets big dollars to play for Seattle. And Chris Dreger appears to be his backup. Fun fact, Chris Dreger set up won the best gear award awarded by me this year because I think he kept that Kraken feel, but without the pads being super busy and weird looking. Um, so awesome job, Chris Dreger. I hope you stop pucks as well as Philip Grubauer. Good job for you. Stop pucks. So Seattle Kraken, you don't have to go to the Stanley cup final just like Vegas did, but I want you guys to be good because your logo is so darn cool. All right. 
North, we go up to the Vancouver Canucks, who've got Thatcher Demko and Yaroslav Halak. Halak, second best of the goalie gear over the summer. I like the drip thing that he's got going on and the colors. Very clean, very cool. Thatcher Demko, he apparently is a very good goalie. And the Canucks seem to think that he was the guy to keep over, you know, you know the guy I'm thinking, Jacob Markstrom. So the Canucks decided to keep Thatcher Demko and let Jacob Markstrom go. So hopefully he can shoulder the load and be the guy. And if not, he can just look at Halak's pads and be like, yeah, those are really nice. Lastly, the Vegas Golden Knights. You got Robin Leonard and Laurent Bressois. So Robin Leonard, who was picked by the Knights to be the starter so that Flurry could go to Chicago for hopes and dreams and popsicle sticks or soda or something, I'm not sure. Robin, I respect for being so open about his mental health and trying to be an advocate for other players in the NHL. And it gives us all permission to be a little more open and honest with each other, which I think is really good. Laurent Bressois seems to be a career backup, seems to be pretty solid. Golden Knights are pretty good. Phew. All right. I think I, I think I got through them all. All right, so that's everybody that is in the league. So now we're going to talk about who I'm excited about, and we're going to start with the Florida Panthers. I want Bob to get back to his awesomeness, and I want Spencer Knight to be a big part of the Panthers' success this year. I think they had a good team last year. They ran into the Tampa Bay Lightning, and I just want to see Bob really earn the money that he's got. He's such a great goalie, and I'm sure he will figure it out. Next is the Bruins. Like I said, Jeremy Swayman caught me off guard with that preseason game, which means he's going to win the Vesna. So um, so there's that. And also, I'm curious to see what Linus Allmark does now that he's with a solid defensive team like the Bruins. So maybe he's going to have a big boost from that. And shock of all shocks, the Flyers are another team I really want to watch, partially because I'll watch more of their games than anybody else. But Carter Hart, our sweet, sweet baby boy, Uh, I think he is amazing, and I love watching him play. And Martin Jones, I will pray for you to be a good flyer. All right, so now we want to talk about the Jennings Trophy. Jennings Trophy is awarded to the tandem of goalies that allow the fewest number of goals throughout the season. Two picks for those. First one in the West is going to be the Blackhawks. I think Colin Delia is really good, really solid. You've got Marc-Andre Fleury, which is just the happiest man in the NHL. And I think the combination of those two guys is going to be really powerful. Plus, they added Seth Jones on the back end. So I think those two guys are probably going to be near tops of the league in allowing the fewest number of goals. On the eastern side, I picked the Canadians because I think Jake Allen is a solid goalie. He's going to do really well. And when Carey Price has got all his ducks in a row and he's ready to come back, I think he's going to be a beast. So I think those guys are going to allow the fewest goals out of the entire league. Next, we're going to talk about the Vesna Trophy, an individual award that's voted on the GMs that goes to the best goalie in the league. Last year, Vasilevsky and Flurry were at the top of the voting. Flurry took home the trophy. I think those two guys will be back in the mix again. They're just too good not to be. The third pick, I threw in Carter Hart because he's our sweet baby boy and I want him to do well. And I think he's that good that he could be in the conversation for the best goalie in the league. So now we go on to... Top picks for winning the cup. This is going to shock and surprise all of you, the Tampa Bay Lightning. I think they just have an amazing team. Even though they lost an entire line of their their cup-winning team last year, I still think they're super strong. They still have Vasilevsky, who's the great eraser. They can make mistakes in front of him, and he'll make it A-OK. They're just so good. 
The New York Islanders, who have ran into the Lightning a couple years in the playoffs, I think they're going to be really good. They got Anders Lee back, who's going to be a big boost for them. So I expect them to do a lot of noise. Hopefully the Lightning will, in their eyes, be eliminated by somebody else so that they can rise and compete for the Stanley Cup. My last pick for the cup is Colorado. I think they're super strong. I think, ooh, ooh. Oh, that sounded really emotional. I shouldn't have. Um, my last pick is Colorado. I think they're super strong. And I think Nathan McKinnon is a man possessed. And he needs to have a Stanley Cup because he's just that good. He should have it. So there you have it. A very meaty show all about every NHL team and their goalies because the goalies are the only thing that matters. So did I get your team totally wrong? Who do you think I should be watching this year? You can reach out on Twitter and Instagram at... Expedition Goal 1, the number one, not O-N-E, number one. If you like the show, the best way to support it is to leave a review. I'm pretty sure more stars is more better, and it helps new folks find the show. Also, tell all of your friends, if you know a goalie, if you are a goalie, if you parent a goalie, odds are you know someone who may benefit from the show. Tell them to listen to the Goalies Compass podcast on their next trip to the rink. Make sure you visit expeditiongoaltending.com. That's the place to find all the episodes of this show. In past episodes, we talked about getting past bad goals, how video games can make you a better goalie, and why pucks bounce out of your glove when you try to catch them. Check out the website, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts to get all caught up. Do you have questions or comments? I'd love to hear from you. Send your emails to expeditiongoaltending at gmail.com. Until we meet again, may the road rise up to meet you, and may the wind be always at your back.